all love to receive an encouraging note from a friend. And on one page of the New Testament, we find a very personal letter from Paul to Philemon. This brief note to a friend is full of doctrinal truth and practical help for us all. Open your Bible and your heart today as we come to the book of Philemon. Let's join Scott Pauley now as we study God's Word together. So many people in our world today are covered up with debt. I mean, this has become a a debt-laden society, and most of those debts are not even being paid on. I want to talk to you today not about a financial debt, so relax. I want to talk to you today about a spiritual debt and paying your debt. What do you owe? I'm not talking about in money. What do you owe to the Lord? What do you owe to those around you? You see, that's one of the emphases in this little note to a friend when Paul wrote to Philemon. Lots of people owe. For example, in verse 18, Onesimus owed. He owed Philemon. But in verse 19, Paul said to Philemon, you owe me. In Romans chapter 1, the apostle Paul said he was a debtor. He owed the gospel to others because it had been given to him. It's interesting here in the book of Philemon, in verse 18, there's a debt you can't pay. That's the debt of your sin. And in verse 19, there's a debt you're supposed to pay, and that is the debt of love. I'm thinking now of the psalmist words when he said, pay that which I have vowed unto the Most High. I'm going to pay what I've vowed. I wonder, who do you owe? Well, let's make a few observations. First of all, I owe Jesus. (laughs) You owe Jesus. What do we owe him? Everything. Uh, Paul wrote to the church at Corinth, and he he referred to them as people who had first given themselves to the Lord, and then they had given away to others. That's the divine order. We owe Christ first. And remember, God loves a cheerful giver. The tone of this little book we've been studying, this tone of Philemon, is not a, a tone of command or demand. It's entreaty. It's because of Jesus. It's not for the preacher. Paul is not just saying uh, it's for my sake. Ultimately, he's pointing him back to the forgiveness that he's received and the mercy he's been given. Jesus paid it all. All to him I owe. I will tell you, God owes us nothing, but we owe him everything. And so, first of all, get this Get this debt list in mind because it will help you order the priorities of your life today. Number one, you owe Jesus. Number two, you and I owe those who came before us. That for Philemon was the apostle Paul. Paul had obviously ministered to Philemon, paved a way, set an example, uh, led this man spiritually. And he's saying to Philemon, look, follow, follow this path I've put you on. For example, Paul had prayed for Philemon in verse 4. In verse 22, he says, I want you to pray for me. That's beautiful, isn't it? Uh, Paul had encouraged Philemon in verse 7. In verse 20, he challenges Philemon to be an encourager. And so you and I owe the Lord Jesus ultimately and eternally, but we also owe the people who um, blazed the trail before us, the person that led you to Christ, the person that prayed you to the Lord, uh, the person that didn't give up on you the person that discipled you and taught you, the person that encouraged you and kept you in it. Uh, Friend, don't give up today. You owe those people uh, to be faithful and press on. 
And then you not only owe Jesus and those who came before you, but you owe those who are coming along behind you. You see, we all have an Onesimus following in our in our trail, somebody that needs to be ministered to, somebody that needs to see the grace and mercy and forgiveness of God. I think sometimes we let it dead end with us. You know, we're, we're grateful. We're grateful that somebody ministered to us. We're grateful that somebody helped us. But I wonder, what are we giving? You remember back in Matthew chapter 10, Jesus said to his disciples when he sent them out to minister, he used this expression. He said, freely ye have received, freely give. Chew on that today. You, you received all this freely and fully. God's been good to us. So what you've received freely, now give it freely. Uh, were you given hope? Were you given encouragement? Were you given the gospel? Uh, were you given blessings? Then freely let those pass on through your life into the lives of other people. You owe those who are coming along behind you. I love verse 21. He says, Having confidence in thy obedience... I wrote unto thee, knowing that thou wilt also do more than I say. I'm praying for a revival of more than I say Christianity. We've got minimum Christianity going on, just enough to get by, but we need some more than I say Christianity, some second-mile Christianity to pay our debt. I owe Jesus. I owe those who came before me. I owe those coming along behind me. And then I owe those all around me. That's how this book ends, you see. Paul brings Philemon back not just to his relationship with Onesimus, but his relationship with everybody else. Uh, Verse number 23, There salute the Epaphras, my fellow prisoner in Christ Jesus, Marcus, Aristarchus, Demas, Lucas, my fellow laborers. You see what he's doing here? He's taking Philemon back to the big picture, to a reminder that it is never just us that we're all in this together, we all have our part, and we all need to do what we can, while we can, where we are. And so we, we owe. Uh, we owe the Lord Jesus, of course, but then there are human relationships that we owe, those who've invested in us, those that we need to invest in, and then those who are watching our lives, uh, those who are connected to us through the local New Testament church. And I would remind you that your decisions and your actions are going to affect other people. I think this is so important to remember that this is a relational book and that we all have these relationships, first to God and then with others. And only as we remember that are we going to respond the right way. There's a wonderful hymn, a hymn that I love, that I find myself singing from time to time. Uh, It was written by Isaac Watts. It's this famous hymn, Alas, and did my Savior bleed, and did my Sovereign die? Would he devote that sacred head for such a worm as I? Was it for sins that I had done? He groaned upon the tree. Amazing pity, grace unknown, and love beyond degree. Here's the last verse of it. But drops of grief can ne'er repay the debt of love I owe. Here, Lord, I give myself away. Tis all that I can do. We've been talking a great deal about the love of God in this book, but don't miss the debt of love you owe. To give your life away to Christ, to give your life away to those for whom Christ died, to give your life away to other of Christ's people, that's the debt of love. Uncle John Vassar was out witnessing one day. He knocked on a door, and a woman cursed him out, slammed the door in his face. Uncle John sat down on the front porch and started singing that song, Alas, and did my Savior bleed. He sang all the verses of it. 
That night, he stood up to preach. And while he was preaching, the back door opened, and the same woman who rejected his message at home slipped into the back of the meeting. When the invitation was given, she came forward to be saved. Uncle John met her in the altar and said, Madam, I believe you're the woman that told me you weren't interested today. What made the difference? With tears, she said, You didn't know it, but while you were sitting on my front porch singing that hymn, I was on the other side of the door listening. She said, when you got to the last verse, those drops of grief, she said, I couldn't get away from it. It was those drops of grief. You see how the love of Christ constrains us, how a glimpse of the love of God reminds us of our responsibility and draws us to the God of love. Look, it did it for Philemon. Let it work in you today. I'm praying it will work in me today. May God help all of us to pay our debt. There was a debt we could never pay, and Jesus paid that for us. Now we owe him and others to show and share the marvelous love of our God. Thank you for listening. This inspired letter has so much truth for each of us. Ask the Lord to help you live in the grace of God and share it with someone else today. Perhaps you could even write a note to a friend and encourage them to keep following Jesus. Visit enjoyingthejourney.org for many more resources and invite someone else to join you as we study together. Until next time, may God richly bless you.